babe. Whoa. Whoa. Can you hear me? I hear you. Great. I can hear you as well. We're doing it. We're really doing it, Katie. Look at this. Yeah, it's great. Yay. Okay. We're back. Welcome back uh, to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. Don't look up at that screen because it's going to look like you're looking above the camera, dude. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, let's start over. (laughs) I can't believe it's July. Is it? It's July 2nd. July. July. Are we going to get fireworks? No. I know because they're illegal. They're illegal. Fireworks. That was a trick question. (laughs) Um, I do love sparklers, though, I will be honest. But we're not getting those either. I like sparklers and poppets, and those are the only ones I actually feel comfortable uh, utilizing. The others could blow your arms off. (laughs) You don't want to do (laughs) that. They show it on the news like this little mannequin holding fireworks, and it's like, and on both his hands fly off, and they're like, be careful around fireworks. I'm like, do I really need this warning? Like, they're explosives. It's like, mainly for boys. I mean, I don't. I don't. It's true. I never did went it have down. Have a triangle at the bottom of right? the uh, stick figure, or did it have like two? You know? There was nothing. It was a mannequin. Oh, oh! I thought it was like a little. Oh no, not an animation. Uh, a mannequin. Illustration. No, okay. like a like a test dummy kind of thing. He did. I mean, it was, it was wearing blue and jeans. It could be a dude. Could be a chick. I don't really know. Either way, I was like, I've never been involved in that. Even as a kid, I was like, I don't want to go light them off. Yeah, I don't. My remember brother would fireworks. be like, Yay! And I'd be like, I'll be back here. As a kid, mm. we didn't, um, <clears throat> I'm sure they had them, but I don't remember people setting them off for Canada Day or. We did it at uh, my grandparents' house because they have that nice big property. One time we got Roman candles. We Ooh, were on a field trip in, the, in grade eight. Those like shoot out, yeah. right? And what do Ooh. you do when you have that? You don't point it in the sky. You point it at, you know, other at your, at buddy. your buddies who are running through the parking lot. We were hell on wheels that year. Boys are crazy. Yeah. Oh, this is Opinions That Don't Matter. Oh, hey. My name is Katie. This is my husband, Sean. Hi. And don't look at that screen. I, I see you doing it every time. It's, it's a distraction. <laughs> we have a different screen um, on our camera because, uh, do you want to Do you want to tell it or should I tell it, babe? Well, you tell it? hey, babe. <laughs> uh, technical difficulties. We, uh, we recorded re- a podcast <laughs> twice yesterday. I did. You're a trooper. You're laughing. It was, it's just funny because it's like, you should you tell it? I don't like this story, babe. You want to tell it? It's an office reference. For, I feel like we should have a drinking game where people, you know, the number of times we, or maybe a giveaway if they count the number of office references. Um, but anyway, yeah, I recorded my podcast, AKA twice because it didn't record it. <laughs> yeah. You know what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh, I came back into the room and I looked at your screen and it had these weird lines. It had locked up the camera. I don't know what it is, if it's the We had power. the audio, but I was like, yeah. no, we got to redo it. Yeah. So we redid it. You've got and a voice for television, you know? You're a pretty lady. <laughs> no, it was more just like, how do we put that on the YouTubes? Yeah. We don't. Oh, there's a spider on our wall. Get it. I always have like. Wait, it's over my shoulder? It's over by the TV. Oh, that's not a spider. That's like a little fly. Come on. It's a little spider. Fun fact, uh, Katie is. I like to call her the bug hunter. Mm. So Some first of all, you are... had your eyes done, right? So you have razor sharp vision. I got LASIK eye surgery. Yeah. Like night vision. But... Magic eye. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you'll you'll walk around the house and you'll be like, oh, I found uh, two spiders, uh, a, a silver fish, fish <laughs> and a beetle. I'm like, you keep a running tab. Then you get your notebook out. And like, <laughs> I'm like, check <laughs> notes. I've not seen this beetle before. <laughs> All right. You, you know. This is a new bug. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, I hate bugs and they terrify me. 
and I don't want them in my home. I don't go into spiders' webs and just hang out, so they need to fucking stay away. Um, I do let spiders hang out outside our door because I'm like, you eat all the bugs because I don't want the bugs. Yeah, I kind of tossed up about and that. And beetles are fine too. I don't mind having one spider maybe you can't by get the them door. Out. Like you can't like shoo them out. There is one over by our door right now by the quarantine box. Good. We left him there. Yeah, he's eat just the little. bugs off the quarantine box. Yeah, but um, our okay. Are we that desperate for contact that we're befriending bugs maybe. that you're not going to kill them? You're maybe. Gonna maybe. Remember we let that we let that one live in our rearview mirror for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man. Spi- Spider Man. And <laughs> then I was like, him. <laughs> we tried to scare him so he'd run inside the because we were going through the car wash. We tried to scare him so he'd go behind the mirror. We had built a mirror. relationship with this spider <laughs> over a period of like I'd like to say like two, three months. Remember he, I read about them and I was like, oh no, he'll stay stay here for a few months and you know, well, maybe every he'll move time on when he's ready. Get in the car. I'd tap the window and he'd run behind the, mm-hmm. the mirror because yep. there's that little space, you know? Yep. But we had but to fold day, in the mirrors to go into the thing. So we tried to tap him and he didn't run back. And then he was washed away. In he was the washed away. Moment of silence for Spider-Man. I, <laughs> I did too. Oh, no, Spider-Man. Because when we got out, I was like, okay, maybe he'll come out. When we get back in the car, the next time his web will be back. He just ran for his life. He never came back. Yeah, it wasn't like Charlotte's Web where, you know, you no, woke up. It wasn't, it wasn't like even Katie. that special of a spider. No, he yeah. was just there. But um, but yeah, so the one thing to understand about our home is that it's like a, a colander, meaning nothing's sealed up. There's holes everywhere and oh, bugs that. can get in wherever the fuck they want. Also, heating and cooling just go straight out the doors and windows because this place was built in like 1946. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> definitely a gap between. Part of uh, our windows have like broken off the wood like rotted yeah well anyways we don't need to talk no, but about we, our fancy it's palace fun, but we told our um for any of you who also have slumlords we told our manager people about the fact that the windows were like falling apart and remember he just came in like put white uh he painted over the wood rot. <laughs> he did he just painted oh no no it's fine it's fine it's, and then it's, he, uh, patina, he, he got said. paint on the windows so now the windows have like white smudges all over it's very classy yeah it's definitely classy that's okay we live by the beach so you know, there's trade-offs, <laughs> bugs in your house and. You know, I don't know why my, my eye is leaking. Do you ever get a leaky eye? You haven't even yeah, drank anything. Jesus, I'm uh, Christ. Because you're over 30. You know, your eyes start going, your <laughs> you knees gotta, start going. Like my grandma just hold, just always have like a, a tissue? tissue on hand. Grandma tissue, yeah. <laughs> That's been used the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> Frugal. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. All right. Well, so here so, we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been another week of uh, doing nothing. Yep. Uh, in terms of socializing. So yes, true. Um, Although like, we have done thanks some. Thanks for Zoom not murdering stuff. me. I appreciate that. I know we get along okay. We've had a few bouts where we're just like irritable with each other, and then the next day after he'll be like, "Yesterday wasn't a good day for us." And I'm like, "It really wasn't." Yeah, but that's okay. You have ups and downs, and today's an up. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's an up. Every day is an up, 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 up and away. <laughs> Actually, this week hasn't. It's not that it's been bad for me. Um, I'm writing a chapter that's really difficult, and is it about me? It's a hundred. It's the chapter is called Sean. Mm. Um, no, it's about uh, memories and memories. I don't know like that the one. corners of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if those are even the lyrics. Oh, that's good. Um, the misty watercolored memories of the way we were. Right. I something like that. I have no idea what song you guys. Let me know. Anyways, um. I'm writing a chapter about memories and it's it's very complicated and complex. And there's a lot of different hypotheses about like 
how memories are created, where they're stored, what happens, why trauma memories are different. And so I'm trying to consolidate the information without making it too sciencey where it's not relatable, but also making a cohesive story. And it's hard. I don't envy you for that. Um, but what an interesting topic. I'm because I, I find no- it fucking fascinating. Right. I love it. I'm so excited. Yeah. But then I'm like, fuck, am I doing this right? I don't know how the brain does that. I mean <laughs> it's magic. Well, yeah, it's, it's not very magic. big. And I know mm-hmm. what I have for a hard drive for our computer to to store years. Right, and years. the terabytes? Yeah. Jesus. And and I know that, you know, it's not apples to apples, but wrapping my no pun intended, wrapping my <laughs> brain around it, I, I don't understand like how a brain A I don't think anyone knows, but no. how a brain A stores information mm-hmm. and B, how it, how it recalls that information. That, that I find very interesting because memories will come back for no particular reason or you're reminded mm-hmm. of something mm-hmm. or uh, you forget something, but then you remember, like mm-hmm. if you just sit back and that, remember we play that game everyone's yeah. well, like. Uh, don't google it let your brain it'll figure it out it'll yeah, find it don't google it that's but that's like the 3 a.m when all of a sudden you're like aha his name was you know yeah but it's it amazing was that actor blah 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 yeah how a brain does that yeah well we're i'm learning enough about it there's still things we don't understand because you can't really test on like a living brain because that would give someone brain damage Ta-da. um but that we do have studies based on people who have had every well, that, mm-hmm. sorry that, that's not a hundred percent true though i mean you can te- you can work on a brain you can test it and see how it lights up right yes but you can't really well like when i was talking about uh, adhd in that one video yeah recently and i was telling you about it when i was creating i was like oh interesting i didn't know this like oh when i was a fake scientist for five minutes well you were like i'm sure they can test for dopamine and i was like honey they really can't and you're like you mean they can't like why can't they just do, they do blood work and test for everything i'm sure there's a way they test for dopamine and i was like i really don't think there is but i'll look for it and i could not find it isn't that weird because you can't, what are you going to like put a syringe into your brain and like draw out some stuff? Like it, it doesn't exist in that way. It, God, you're so dark. <laughs> that's not dark. That's just like, how, how are we going to find it? Uh, you, no, I, I don't know. It doesn't live I, in your veins. Uh, yeah. I don't so even... anyway, I find memory creation fascinating because the reason that you all of a sudden will remember, or if I was like, Hey, remember that you're not sweaty yet, so I can touch you. Um, I'm like, remember that time when we went. Today's uh, podcast is brought to you by Talcum Powder. <laughs> Don't use it. J and J just got sued for it. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> right? Yeah, they. It they can did. cause cancer. Yeah. Um, we still use baby powder, whatever. Oh, I like now my live, hands went sweaty. I like to live life on the edge. Did I make you nervous? Yeah. All right. Anyways, what I was saying is, the thing that I find uh, really interesting is that. The reason we just all of a sudden remember stuff, and I'm like, oh, honey, remember that time we got lost when we were biking, we were mountain biking um, down in the Ortega, and when we just started dating, it was like the longest, I don't know how many miles we rode. Like Uh, like 20. 20 miles. (laughs) We couldn't figure out how to get out, and I was like, oh my God. The sun was going down. I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I had to find out if you were a complainer or not, so I took you on a- And you know me now, how hungry I probably was. Yeah. Yeah, you were hungry. I can 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 hold it. it together. Yeah. In times of crisis. <laughs> anyway, the reason we can pull that up, right? I can even remember going through that weird area that looked like it was like dead. All the all the foliage was dead. And I was like, oh my God, is it, where are we? What the fuck? Um, me mentioning those things like the Ortega, us biking, mm-hmm. all of those are like, I'm triggering neurons in your brain. And they're like, oh, I remember. And then they t- touch their other neuron. They're like, hey, hey, 
you're involved with the sensory stuff. Like, what did we smell? Oh, <gasps> single, I'm ready to mingle. Hey, hey, hey. No. Um, but anyway, it it like triggers all these little. It's like putting a party back together. Oh. Okay. And then they're like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, hey, hey, let's do this dance. Remember, we went on this ride, and then everybody weighs in on it with their, and they bring it back. It's like whoop, they shoot it up, like inside out. You know, when yeah. that little marble comes up and it shoots a light through it, and they're like, they replay it for us. And we're so. Like, hmm. Anyway, I find it fascinating. Um, you've heard of the memory palace concept? Yes, and it works. I okay. did it for my uh, licensing exam. Isn't that crazy? Okay, for <laughs> anyone who's not familiar at home, uh, there's a TED talk about it. It's so cool, you guys. I'll put it in the link of the don't video. Don't look at that screen. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> if it looks uh, like he's looking above the camera, it's because he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll put a link to the, the memory palace Watch talk. Watch it. Uh, Super cool. And as you're saying that, mm-hmm. I just kind of had a... A thought. Um, so the memory palace process is basically you you picture a, a house, let's say. Your house. Your, it has your, to be yours. Yeah, your palace. Or a very familiar place. For and you. then you you go you walk into it and as you walk in, you remember details of your house, right? So mm-hmm. I walk or you in, put place things there's a in the coat corner. rack. And I'm gonna hang my coat there and the coat reminds me of Well, let me give you an example because okay. I used it for um for one of the for the licensing exam yeah and i don't know if i could fully recall it now because i haven't utilized that memory in a while but i would come into our apartment door and over here on the near the windows where we put our christmas tree the christmas tree was still up which was weird because it was summertime (laughs) no was i in charge of putting no but you're supposed to these are things you say so why is this tree up oh so the tree was there because of the family tree which is part of family systems therapy and you start like breaking it down and so that's kind of you place things in your space and then those things represent things you're supposed to remember. Okay. And then there was like, um, then a, a man was in the corner with a bow and arrow for Bowenian type apartment? of therapy. Yeah, it was all part of my thing. Oh, shit. Because Bowenian, you can look it up. Anyway, yeah. um, it really works. But it, it's because you're, you have to trigger those neurons. And if you also, for people who are cramming before exams, it doesn't work because you need to sleep in order for your body. Um, like if you've watched Inside Out, Great show or great film. My brother used to be like, they're not a show, Katie. Don't call it a show. It's a film. So nuanced. I'll call it whatever I want. Um, anyway, when you get into REM sleep in, in Inside Out, they poke this button and all the newly formed memories go, are, uh, they go down through these tubes and out to long-term memory. Well, in reality, and that, that's pretty, it's pretty accurate, to be honest. But in reality, what happens is your uh, hippocampus, which is responsible for memory creation, it like triggers all those things. It's like, hey, buddy, remember this? Hey, 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 hey. I think all... of a hungry, hungry hippo. Yes. All the. Yeah. But really, they're trying to all hold hands. If all the little balls that the hippos are eating are like holding hands, they're like, yeah. And it gets them all excited. And it's like, form a really strong memory. When I think of this, you get ignited and you talk to that guy. And then that guy talks to this person. And they're like, I remember. I remember. And so it does that on like hyperdrive. And that's called memory consolidation. Okay. And then it ships it to long-term memory. So it's a strong memory. I hope it's not the U.S. Uh, <laughs> It'll service. never make it. What do you mean <laughs> right. it ended up in Indiana? Why is my memory broken? Damn well, it. see, what happened was the U.S. post office uh, or postal service. You but know, you have to be fully asleep. You have to get enough sleep in order for learning to happen because those are memories, right? You're okay. creating learning. Um, and so if you cram and pull all-nighters, you don't do very well. Fun fact, if you don't sleep enough um, and you're a dude, 
your t- your 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 balls and stuff don't work. Yeah, your uh, <laughs> your testosterone It doesn't do it. It goes. <laughs> yeah, it isn't that crazy. Mm-hmm. That we were Get at your a- sleep uh, minimum of eight hours a night. <laughs> Otherwise, a yeah. Oh, okay. Seven well, and a half says said. Katie. Well, that's what Doctor. I just Doc Matthew Walker. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, he was great seeing him uh, talk yeah, in live. person. Fuck man. Um. You can find him online. He's uh, he's everywhere. Doctor Matthew Walker, the sleep doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we had the good fortune. He's a fortune neuroscientist. Of, mm, uh, yeah, he runs a a sleep institute. Yeah, I think in Berkeley or Stanford or something. Uh, it's in California somewhere. Yeah, those places make me sleepy. So, uh, but his <laughs> so his information is great. And oh, also he's so very eye opening. Yeah, it's oh. such a good performance. It's a what like a thirty minute talk, his, forty minute. Talk. His handle on the English language is like. Well, he does. Uh, he is from England. I know so much better than us. Damn it. Um, no, but it was when he so uh, Dr. Matthew Walker spoke at uh, Zeitgeist last year. Yeah, and he comes out to the audience. Okay, so all these people are super Type A. I think we might have mentioned this before. Or I feel like I probably said it before on a live stream. But everybody's super Type A. Works really hard. They're so titans of industry. It's all like. CMOs, so chief marketing officers, CEOs, COOs of companies, heads of huge corporations. Right. And then Katie and, and I. then us. <laughs> hey. Who's that guy with his finger uh, <laughs> up his nose in the back row? That, and this know. girl's drooling on herself. No. Yeah. I always, every time I'm there, I'm like, I'm not worthy. It's amazing. Talk worthy. about imposter syndrome. Oh, 100%. Um, but anyway, so yes. when he comes out to the audience, he walks onto the stage and he's like, if you're not getting, how did he verbalize it? If you're not getting at least seven and a half hours of sleep, you won't be able to hold an erection or something. He's like, boom, like draw. And it's silence, you guys. Like you could have heard. Everyone's s- looking at each other. Someone swallow. It was so quiet. <laughs> yeah. Because it's mostly men too in that event. Right. Well, it's probably like half and half. Yeah, us, half actually. Half for sure. But anyway, it was really funny. And he was like, I'm not lying. And here's the research. And then poof, you move into his talk and you're yeah. like, holy shit, man. So make sure you get enough sleep. For many reasons. Yeah. Learning. The fun stuff, the hard stuff. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 See what I'm saying here? Um, I know. I hear what you're saying. Picking up what you're putting down. Um, but yeah, so I've been learning about that stuff and it's it's super, super interesting. But sometimes when I'm like still trying to process it myself, it's hard for me to make sure that it makes sense. That's why I was like, will you read this one before I ship it off? Because it kind of the same way I felt about chapter two, the one about trauma, just defining trauma. I was like, uh, is it cohesive? Does it like run together? I know that it makes sense, but I want to make sure that as you're reading, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, and you're moving along. You know, yeah. You have to feel like I'm, I'm your Sherpa, and I'm moving you through the information. What a good word Sherpa is. I know it's such a great word. But anyway, so yeah. I've been geeking out this week and loving it. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm loving, loving it. it. If they want to sponsor us, I thought that was so funny. Someone asked if we were sponsored by Truly. <laughs> I know. As if we wouldn't say that we were. Not sponsored by Truly. I know. What are you talking about? Oh, no, boy. but the truth is we're not sponsored no, at all. We don't have any sponsors. We got oh, our no, you first had... sponsorship was from our friend Hank Green. I mean, I would have done it anyway. Let's be honest. But he likes to support, which I always appreciate because um, he has a new book coming out. Yep. But no, we don't have a sponsor. No, no sponsors. And if someone was sponsoring the show, uh, we we'd would, let you know. And we do we would full disclosures. It. We just joke around. Sponsorship. Mm-hmm. It's something you see or hear on every podcast. So I, I think like. Yeah, I guess people just assume. Or I don't want to miss out. People have things sitting out because they're sponsored, which I yeah. understand. But don't worry. We abide by the FCC regulations. This video is brought to you by Athlete's Foot Cream. <laughs> this video is brought to you by Hemorrhoid Cream. Hey, I'd take it. Yeah. 
Didn't uh, Joey from Friends book a commercial? Oh, STD. It was an STD. Okay. And his family thought he had. Right, because they did a big billboard STD. of him in New York. I think he was on a billboard in a bus or something. Yeah. And it was like, when you get hep C or something, something crazy. And he was so proud. And then his grandma called him and she's like, oh my God, I didn't know. And oh, and he's like, no, grandma, it was a- I'm an actor. I'm an actor. I got this part or whatever. And she was like, it was really funny. Yeah. Oh, Joey Turriani. <clears throat> so I have lots of notes this week. Oh, I want to hear them. Um, The first thing, <laughs> you guys, my notes for this are just ridiculous. Rid- I almost said ridiculous. What? Ridiculous. New Probably word. I like I- it. Probably because I'm reading as I'm trying to talk. Um, okay. The first is all of the characters from medication commercials, like the bladder, the cold turkey, the blob of sadness from Pristique. The puddle. I wonder if they're all friends. That's what my note says. Right. <laughs> it's a different league of mascots. You know, in hockey, it, we've got our hockey mascots, but the, yes. dr- the pharmaceutical mascots is I interesting. I do love seeing mascots get together when they show them yeah. together. Or didn't they have like a joke between... Um, cause we have Yuppie. That's right. God damn it. We have Yuppie. He's the best. Yuppie's the best. Um, the, the best absolutely in all. But mascots. there's like Yuppie and then he has his crazy, like cracked out cousin known as the Philadelphia Flyers. What's his name? We don't say his name in this house. Uh, Gritty. <laughs> Gritty. He looks like Yuppie's weird cousin that like. Like he's doing a lot of cocaine. Something's wrong with him. His <laughs> eyeballs are like yeah. huge. Anyway. Um. Wasn't there some kind of joke between them? Like they were pull, pulling pranks or something yeah, last season? Yeah, I, I mean, I everyone thought it was knew. cute. Uh, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. They'd uh, like but, show up at the games and they'd be in the stands. Like, <laughs> it, remember? I, I thought it was so cute. Yeah. But anyway. That what? used to be the uh, the mascot for the Montreal es- uh, Expos. Yeah, Yuppie, right? I was going to say the Montreal Eskimos. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> you guys, I promise we haven't even drank anything, done no. anything. It's like four o'clock. Yeah. Um. It's yeah, it's been one of those weeks, man. Montreal Eskimos. <laughs> Eskimos. It could be. It's so cold there. Oh no. You know. It's just funny. They've been having a heat wave too. I know. Heat wave. It's nice. Um, but anyway, yes. the weird mascots from those commercials. I don't, we can't even call them mascots. That's what do you call them? Well, I don't know. That's a good Marketing question. characters? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a name. You guys let us know in those comments. I'm sure there's a name but for like, what they are. You have to be really bold as a marketing. I don't know, guy or mm-hmm. gal to walk into a meeting and say, listen, I know that you have a $6 billion drug. It took you all this money to get it through. It's pharmaceutical. a drug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's a drug. Give your girlfriend worms. Yeah. What would that little mascot be? A worm. A little worm with like a bow tie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about. It's a kids in the hall skip from um, uh, Brain Candy, the movie. Yeah. We talked about it in a previous podcast. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, anyways, those little characters, mm-hmm. you walk into a, a pitch meeting and you're like, uh, all right, so here's the deal. It's purple. It's like a heart, but like his trunk or his, what is that? A brachia or what is it? A valve? What comes off of a heart? A, a valve. No, there's the, the valve is in between. Oh, that connects and- it to, uh. The hip bones connected to the <laughs> leg bone. Clearly we're not a doctor, doctor. Well, is it a, it's not a vein. It's got to be like a, um, oh fuck, it'll come to me. I got to let my brain like relax for a minute. Yeah. Hold, <laughs> hold please. <laughs> All right. Right now I know there's someone at home screaming the answer. I know. They're like, you sons of bitches. I think that's why people are enjoying listening to it. Cause then whenever we screw up, they're like, 
no, the answer is. Yeah, they get to participate. Thank you for all your answers because we don't have them. Yeah. Um, that's like I my favorite quote, the uh, comparisons of Thief of Joy. People are like, it says Franklin Roosevelt, but I'm not 100% sure if it is. I never know who says it. I can never remember, but I think that's who it is now. Thank you, audience. Um, but anyways, the heart. Uh -huh. Oh, I was just, I'm just thinking like. Oh, like, yeah, you come in and you're like, this is going to be the character. Yeah. He's got a, he's got some glasses mm. and he looks, it's he's got a mustache. Glasses. Yes, a mustache. But he has a cough. <laughs> and a limp penis. <laughs> the drug works for both, guys. This is a brilliant, brilliant. And they're like, next, please. Okay. Okay. Viagra set. What's next? Wait, I'm still in the middle of my pitch. <laughs> Get out. No, but there's that one. I don't even know what the drug is, but it's a bladder that pulls her along because she has overactive bladder, like pulp, like through oh, the yeah. commercial. It's like, we got to go, literally. Yeah. <laughs> pulls her. Oh, yeah, anyway. But they pitch the same character, I'm sure, these marketing companies. Yeah. Because arteries. Arteries. There you go. Thank I knew you. it would come up. Just had to let my brain not think about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so vascular. But those, those ad agencies, <laughs> like, all right, we've got a really cute character that we drew. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a puddle, mm -hmm. a little puddle. Oh, remember rain cloud? There was like a rain cloud or a blob that would follow them yeah, along. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. But like the, the so, little puddle one. Yeah. Um, that was also pitched to the bladder one, but they but went they, with the other one. Picked, so yeah. then they repackaged that bladder, I'm sure. or not bladder, the uh, the puddle. The bottle. They so changed it from puddle. blue to <laughs> yellow, or no, from yellow, yellow to blue, <laughs> and and now it's a depression. Puddle. Works for depression. That's it. <laughs> I mean, these marketing people—they're geniuses. You know, you know what I don't like, and this fucking grinds my gears. Oh, mm, uh, let's get into it. Same old form, or no, same great formula, new packaging. Yeah. It they You're do that. bragging about your packaging? They do that with everything. I know. Coors Light tastes like urine, but it has mountains on it Katie, now that turn blue. What if we had them as a sponsor? <laughs> they would never. Truly. Your mountain turns shit brown. Because <laughs> that's what when happens the next day. Just runs down the mountain. <laughs> when it's cold. But like, why do I need the mountains to turn blue to, for me to know it's cold? Yeah, Can't uh, I put my hand on it and be like, ding, ding, ding. It's not ready yet. <laughs> I want my mountains to be blue. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. If you really wanted me to know <laughs> it was, you know, cold, you'd, mm -hmm. you'd make it like a drawing of a person and the ears would be like blue. And that's when you know, you know. Is that, you got to workshop that. I don't, yeah. I don't really like that. That's what my dad always says. You got blue ears or something like what? that. What? Yeah. When you get uh, frostbite. I don't know. Is that? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. That's a bad <laughs> part of this podcast. <laughs> and, you never know what you're going to get. End scene. Yeah. Wow. That was good. Um. Yes. No, but I think the repackaging stuff is always weird. Where they're like, same great taste, new look. Mm -hmm. But I mean, think about I'm it. I'm gonna though. make a note and cut that out. <laughs> twenty seven, twenty nine. No, you're fine. Who cares? Um, Sean likes to edit himself on the fly. Um, but I think uh, I understand it from like a business perspective because we've changed like the videos over the years. Like we had the flying the da -da 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 -da, the little butterfly. Do you know how I made that? Yes, I remember watching you make it. Yeah. <laughs> So, so whenever we see other people who have shittier animations like that, those short animations, I'm like, if you can do it. Right. I, basically, I took, uh, <laughs> I, I went online and I looked for an image of a butterfly, found a monarch butterfly. Hmm? and A monarch butterfly? Yeah. <laughs> You're waiting for mm -hmm. it. You looked at me like. Mm. Didn't sound quite right. I found a monarch <laughs> butterfly. Yes, correct. Uh, mm -hmm. We bought that image. Uh -huh. And then I watched a YouTube video on how to animate it using Adobe After Effects. And it was like an hour or two project. 
because I don't know what I'm I mean, doing. So I thought it took you a whole day. Like it was quite a bit of work to get it to go where you wanted to go. No, well, it? that's what they told me in the video. There was going to be an hour and a half. Oh, but, but yeah, it, took <laughs> it was like two weeks or something. Two days. <laughs> but it was cool to to be able to do that. You know, like mm-hmm. I think so many times people think, oh, kids these days, oh, kids these days. <laughs> No, but I think so many times people think, oh, these kids these days, they don't actually have skills, let's say. Yeah. Like you wouldn't know how to, you know, um, put a ceiling fan in or, yeah. you know, uh, you can hire fix that a faucet or something like that. But <laughs> I don't know how to do either of those things. But you know what a lot of kids learn? Hmm. Um, coding. Coding. Uh, it's always inside the computer. Not always, but a lot of it's inside the computer. Well, and like, how do you use After Effects? And mm-hmm. basically the, the video that I watched was from... Uh, kid was probably about 16 years old uh he was a high school student that's cool though yeah and he's putting out youtube videos on how to do things that's why everybody has a talent share your talent because the thing that's that i think maybe younger generations don't realize is that i didn't have a computer until i was in high school okay that would have been like 98 i entered high school maybe it was right before that we had a home computer but I didn't do much on a computer. And even at school, we didn't have computers at all. We had like projectors. Anybody remember those where you wrote? And if you wrote with the wrong marker, you'd like be ruined. Talking about an overhead projector? Yes, overhead projector, not a projector. projector. Yeah, you had to write on the... The little sheet that you'd pull out. Yes. And like in math, you'd have to go up and show people and write. You guys, if you don't know what these are, just look it up. Overhead projector with that weird pen. It was like a marker. Yeah. That wiped Eros- away. Erasable. Vis-a-vis, I think it was a brand. Okay. I don't even know where that came from. Memory got triggered. Um, but I remember when I, I think I've talked about this when I was in journalism class, we'd write our articles on these weird, I don't even know what they're called, but it was like a typewriter, a small, like almost like a laptop, but it didn't open up. There was no screen. You could just see like three or four lines at a time. What was that called? A word processor? You guys a calculator. I don't know. <laughs> I've never Oops. seen one of those. <laughs> turned upside down. <laughs> <sighs> I've, I think I've seen um, every iteration of a home computer. So when I was a kid. Yeah. You've been fascinated by them. I'm surprised you didn't get into like software engineering or something. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, I'm glad you paths didn't. Paths lead onto yeah, other paths. Yeah, I'm glad and, you didn't. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, seeing all the different computers that have come out throughout the years. Like I remember when I was probably like five or uh, no, six years old. Sorry. That's when we had our first one. It was an IBM AT or XT. Mm-hmm. It was the first home computer, and uh, it was just insane. That's I mean, crazy. Why do what did you guys do with it at that point? In life? Uh, you did such exotic things <laughs> as uh, print calendars on a dot matrix <laughs> printer. You like at the airport, they still use those printers. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um, you, you couldn't do much on it, but what we could do, there was a game called Chaser, and oh, Chaser yeah. was from. I had that on my phone back in the day. Or no, that was Snake. Never mind. I lie. Same thing. Just not as advanced as Snake. <laughs> you know, it was like a, a knockoff of Pac-Man, but uh, it was on operating system called CPM, mm-hmm. and CPM was out before DOS now was. Now known as cost per mil or click per million. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you get paid on YouTube. They call it your CPM amount. Yeah. No, this was an operating system. But that's funny. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, uh, DOS hadn't, or Microsoft hadn't even come out with their operating system yet. Wow. It was crazy. That's that old. Yeah. I thought, I'm that old, Katie. Well, I thought back then. When I was younger, <laughs> we I, played a game and it was called Pong. But I thought back in your day, <laughs> yeah. I thought computers took up like half a room. No, this was uh, like the huge. first desktop uh, mm-hmm. really. So it had a weird box on the bottom, a rectangle, like, uh-huh. like a, you know, a box. 
uh, low and flat. What was in the box? It was the computer. And then you had the monitor that sat oh, on top Oh, so of it didn't sit on the side like a tower. Yeah, it wasn't a tower, correct. If you flipped a tower on its side. I see. Okay. Whatever. Monitors used to sit on them. I'm sure they still make some like that. They, I remember they used to. But we had floppy disk drives. Oh, God, floppy disks. Yeah. And I remember when I had to move my resume yeah. when I was like 18 from a floppy disk to like a non-floppy disk. Mm. And I remember my brother, because my brother was very into computers at the time and, and like wanted to pick the exact type of computer we got and everything. And he was like, dead technology, Katie. It's good you're moving this over. And I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. I just need to get a job at the espresso stand so I can pay for my gas. I like that. Oh, Nick. Tell me about this espresso stand that you. Oh my God, my first job. So if you guys don't know, there is this, I didn't realize how weird this was. Okay. So if you haven't left, if you live in the Pacific Northwest and you haven't like moved somewhere else from there for a long period of time, you don't realize the luxury that is the espresso stand that you have everywhere. Those do not exist in other parts of the world that I've seen. Like no, um, outside of New York. I have never seen, seen them. New, New Hampshire either. haven't seen them. No. Um I just they're not in California anywhere. Um in the Pacific Northwest, particularly where I grew up in Washington State in like Southwest Washington, you drive along the any road, any road almost, I feel like, unless you're in like a purely residential area. At gas stations, there are espresso stands, and they're just like these little shacks. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like a a garden shed. <laughs> half of a garden shed. Yes. If you took a a big garden shed and you cut it, you know, down the sides, yeah. and you'd have two espresso stands. You would. And it's just wide enough for someone to walk, but not for two people to walk inside. No, but two people can be in there because when you're training, you're like behind the person that's teaching you and you're watching. Yeah. But these things are everywhere. I, like everywhere. I've never seen that before until I went up to Washington State. Mm -hmm. And just damn, it, they make some good coffee. Mm, Depends on where you okay. go. The one we went to over in. God. You know who makes the best coffee in the world so far? Who? For, for my taste. Oh, Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you what Aussies. What's that place called? Seven. Seven. Uh, Sisters. Something like that, maybe. Uh, is that the one with the chairs? The chairs on the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. That was so fucking good. But Who, the, someone recommended it. Magical about mm -hmm. coffee from that part of the oh, world. Oh, so good, you guys. Man, if you live in Australia, we will pay you to to send us your coffee. Um, it was the best. But espresso stands—that was my first job. Was at an espresso stand, and yeah. in my time between sixteen and eighteen, I worked at three different espresso stands. <clears throat> I mean. Well, the first, my very first job was actually horrible. The, okay. My boss was horrible. They were all crazy. They'd like yell at you. And I remember coming home crying from work and my dad was like, what'd they do to you? Blah, blah, blah. Or whatever. And I was like, oh, they just said, ooh. And he was like, you didn't stand up for yourself? And he's like, you should stand up for yourself or whatever. So I, I kind of stood up for myself and it got worse and then I quit. Okay. I was like, I'm 16. Fuck this. I think yeah. I was 15. But. And, and you. I would imagine that these things are and micro businesses, mm -hmm. so they probably don't have the best, you know, human resources department. <laughs> what, you it was a husband and wife that owned it. Exactly. And they were both so angry all the time and they uh -huh. smoked a shit ton of cigarettes. I don't know. It was just a very intense situation and it was horrible. Yeah. Um, but it was fine. You know, I lasted for like, let's say six months. Mm -hmm. And then before that, I was a babysitter, like every person I feel like. Were you like, oh, but I want to work at that stand because that stand has like, it looks like a better place to get tips and. Yeah, I'm, and not, I mean, not really. So you start off in the minor leagues and you're working your way up to the uh, the major leagues of the espresso stand. My next espresso stand was, I don't remember the order, but I think it was the one over um, by the gas station. Okay. 
the I don't even know if it's there anymore. Yeah. But the owner of the gas station owned it and I got my uh, cousin Amanda a job there after me. And I stayed there until I graduated. And then when I came back one summer, I worked at the one, um, <clears throat> the other one down towards where my mom's uh, dad's property is. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I worked at espresso stands and I didn't realize that that you have was it a- coursing through your veins. Well, I went from that. And then when I went, uh, went to school in Seattle for a short period of time, I don't know if I've even told the story, but um, my, uh, I think I put it in my first book. So I'll get my first book if you want to know more. But anyway, I, um, came back home and went to school in Seattle for a little bit and started working at Jamba Juice. Mm. And my brother and sister-in-law used to call me the beverage queen. And they were like, all you need to do, all you got to do is become a bartender and then you can do all drinks of any kind, no matter what people want. (laughs) All right. Well, you know. But espresso stands, I didn't realize aren't anywhere else. Did you get ripped on espresso at work? Oh like God, I'd be like, I'd like vibrate home. Like, how many would you have? I wouldn't make myself something. I'd just have leftovers. Yeah. Okay. That like when you sense. make a blendy, there's yeah. always like a little bit in the bottom of the blendy. Who's going to turn it down? You just got to pour it in your little cup. Yeah. Reuse your right cup. down your gullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Cause I'm like, man, that was so much sugar and caffeine for me at such a young age. I don't know how you broke all those records in sports. <laughs> right. I was the fastest kid on the block. Washington is off. doping. Washington <laughs> is doping. They're giving their kids coffee Sugar at a young age. And caffeine. Yeah. Oh, My no. grandma used to take me down to the espresso stand when I was younger, and we'd get a half a shot of espresso. It was pretty much just like a wait. You would have this? Yeah, I share it with her. Yeah. Got to got to get used to it. Got to get you. <laughs> but it would be a treat because they get free. Trish. What are you doing? You'd get the whipped cream on top. It's like it's pretty much like a blended. Uh, sure. A hot chocolate, like a iced chocolate. Yeah, like your metabolism like a was running shake. so good at that time. It's like a milkshake. Like... Oh, I love those things, yeah. man. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't like blendy drinks. That's not my jam. Oh God, I love blendy drinks. If I'm gonna and have I coffee. Love, I love whipped cream. I want it black. I know. I want so it strong. Gross. It's so gross. And maybe, maybe just a little bit of cinnamon or nutmeg. Yeah, but we've aside been, from that, doesn't get anything else. We've been doing that thing recently. Don't um, put sugar in there. I I, 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 I want to tell people that when I'm in, if I ever go into Starbucks, you know, the person who just sits there and just pours sugar because they like it that way. Yeah. But it's like, uh, yours is terrible. It's like a cop special to me, you know, but like, mine is terrible to you. Yeah. You always see that in detective movies. I can't even I love that have when they like coffee. have like 20 packets of sugar in their oh, pouring. Yeah. and you're like, man, that guy's not going to last very long. Oh, how dare you? Um, no, but like NYPD blue or something, you know? Uh, Dennis Franz. Uh, that's I mean, what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't even, I don't know what you're uh, referencing. My brain's all over the place. You're fine. Um, but I, I've, I prefer to not have black coffee like at all. Right. Um, I always want a soy latte. I like espresso. Yeah. I'm like pretty much an espresso person. But what I was gonna say now, I remember where my brain was going. Is hot tip. You heard it here first. Um, probably not first, but you heard it here most recently. <laughs> But when you're making coffee at home, so our coffee machine is such a pain in the ass, but it works and it does its thing. But you put the beans in the top and it grinds them and then it shoots it down and then it puts it in the little basket thing and makes your pot. When you put the beans in, before they're ground, we just put like cinnamon, like, and then you put the top on and you run it and it's delicious. Yep. I still need creamer though. I thought about that one day and that's how I started doing it but and it's very good at, I've never heard of anyone else doing it so maybe it smells like Christmas in our house when you make it I'm always like yeah yeah but I yeah anyway that's the one thing I've had the most we should diff- call it the Sean special okay we'll call it the Sean special done 
it's, it's <laughs> thank you Katie. so so instated i like um, how you give me little wins like mm-hmm. i demand something like that and then you give it to me but i, I haven't made any ground up you know <laughs> you still make all the big decisions do you feel like to- i always make all the big decisions well where the paper towels are and you know things like that but you i want feel me like to- we- we have equity in our relationship that, you know, you want me share. to move where the paper towels are. No. We have so much shit in that closet right now. Cause I know. cause quarantines made us have to buy like from Costco. Cause yeah, no one else I had, no no one one else had toilet it. paper. You know why there's a shortage of toilet paper? Because Costco sells you 400 rolls at a time. They should it's make so them in much. smaller orders. Yeah. Well, and then know? they would say you're going to get it and then it wouldn't arrive. So right. I made a double order of things. So now we've got like so much toilet paper and paper towels like i did not mean to hoard i have to tell you guys i don't believe in that but we were on our last like what three rolls or something and i was like fuck fuck man we're gonna have to go to the store i don't know what to do this is crazy um and then everything all of a sudden arrived and i was like well set for six months have they uh caught up with clorox yet no nope. or- i can't find it anywhere they always say could be in store and i'm like could be what does Where that is it? mean do they just stop making it What's going on? Uh, people are probably hoarding, Conspiracy. maybe. Do, 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 do. But Holding out. Maybe. I don't know. But what I was going to say is, along with toilet paper, one of the hardest things for me to get my hands on was coffee creamer. <laughs> I was like, they didn't get me this like nut pod brand. And I was like, Ooh, no, yeah, that wasn't very no good. offense to nut pod, but that shit was bitter. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't put coffee creamer in bitter. Co- to ma- What? Nah. Yeah. It was bad. So, but now I, I ordered two of them. Because I got, we got our hands on the. I feel like things are getting back to normal in terms of um, everything. Yeah, avail availability of goods. Yeah, um, it feels like everyone's kind of settled in and, and yeah. knows the drill, wear your I mean, mask and all that fun stuff. You know, Not I mean, everybody. how many times can I hear that? If you don't know how to put a mask on, and there's always some politician showing you how, you got to put it over your ears, and then you and pinch then you it down on your nose sure you here. And you're like, ah, uh, yeah. I think what was I... that guy the other day? He's like, and you got to make sure you wash it. And I was like, no shit, Sherlock. Yeah. I don't put dirty underwear on, so I'm not going to put a dirty mask on my yeah. face. Jesus Christ. You know who wears dirty underwear. <laughs> You're like, look at that dude. He hasn't changed his mask he in like five weeks. He picks up socks like- off the ground. He's like, not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're one of those people who sorts through your laundry basket and hey, flips your shorts inside out, are you? Everybody has picked up a t-shirt, sniffed the armpits and been like, yeah, and put it on. That's true. That's true. No judgments. However, dirty underwear, total judgment. Um, Dirty mask, judgment. Yes. Uh, you know, um, um, just wash them. Yeah. Or like we have uh, some like. Oh, secret. Yeah. Some aerosol, uh, like rubbing alcohol in a little spray bottle and you can just spritz it on. I would highly recommend people getting a little spray bottle, pouring some rubbing alcohol in it and spritzing your masks. There you go. That's our secret. Yep. Now, Hot you know. Hot tip of the day. Hot tip. You get it here. Maybe not first again, but maybe most recently. Ta-da. Ooh, uh, yes. let's jump from that into something okay. about food because I'm getting hungry. We just had a sandwich. I know, but one sandwich leads to another sandwich. and yes. you know. <laughs> It's a slippery slope, apparently. But I'm loving uh, the slow cooker. Oh, God, we are loving the slow cooker. I know we cooker. talked about it last week, but we for did. some reason. Our love has continued. Although our slow cooker, I would love to get your recommendations for slow cookers. Okay. Ours is like 27,000 years old. Oh, not mine, theirs. <laughs> I need theirs, not yours. Okay. And it gets so hot on the outside that the other day it smelled like melting plastic, which I think now was the little nubs that it sits on because they were melted to our ca- our countertop. <laughs> you guys, I promise we're not poor or anything. This makes us sound like hobo, crazy, weirdo people that like don't take care of themselves. Like our no, windows, take- our windows are falling apart. Or 
slow cookers melt into the countertops. We, we, we play it up for the show. It's not, not that. It's not, not really. That bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, we do. We, we totally play it up for the show. Yeah. Um, but we've had this slow cooker since forever, and I actually don't even know where it came from. I maybe got, I maybe got it as a hand me down from a friend of a friend. That's where I got a lot of things. So we need to throw it out and get a new okay. one. So what I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> Slow cooker was like the jam for the 80s, 90s. and Now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But now it's the seven-in-one hot pot, crock, crock pot. What, what is that? What is it called, Sean? I don't know. Seven-in-one or? Nine. My mom thinks is nine-in-one. I know. And they also sell like 12-in-ones. What the hell are those things? What's the difference between that and a slow cooker? Because it does more than just slow cook. Like, what else can it do? Some of them can even bake fucking bread, man. They're like bread makers, rice cookers. See, I don't, okay, yeah, that'd be a little too advanced for me. Well, we don't even have to get one of those. I just don't want a slow cooker that melts its nubbin feet into our countertop. I know. I just scrape it out with my fingernail. I couldn't get it with the washcloth. I was like, yeah, that's not right. I shouldn't smell melting plastic when we're just cooking some chicken. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're supposed to take the wrapper off. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. it's called an Instapot, okay. by the way. Instapot. There we go. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, not instant pot. Instapot. Oh, it's I believe a, a brand name. Mm -hmm. Okay, very interesting. Remember when our neighbor Mindy was so stoked that she got one? She's like, "I got it at Costco, ninety bucks," and then I got the one for my mom, same mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think for our purposes, an Instapot would be fine. You just, I would just have to. We both have to learn how to use it, <clears throat> and I think as long as you knew how to cook the chicken or ribs or whatever. Well, I'd like. Here's what I want. Okay. This is what I'm. What thinking. do you want? You tell me. I want chili. I think that's the next thing we attempt oh, to do. Oh, we can make that. But that's I, super easy. I, you know, a lot of people say they make chili and it's super easy, but- You don't even need You it. know the difference if you like chili, like, oh, it's chili flavored uh, You don't soup. need a, a slow cooker for that though. Oh, you don't? Uh -uh. You put the meat and the onion in the pan, you cook it up in a yeah. pot, then you add in like your tomato sauce or whatever, and then your beans, and you slowly let it cook until- But exactly, a slow cooker would probably make it even better, right? I mean, All right. maybe if instead of ground beef or ground turkey, you were using like chuck roast or something. Yeah, you yeah, wanted okay. to like shred. See, I'm hungry. We talk about food things all day long. Uh, you want a bread maker? I really, really, really do. Yeah, we need a we need a move. We need more space to put little. We're hoping to move in like hmm, eight months, six months. You never know. I don't know tomorrow, please. Oh my God, the place is so small. No, it's not that bad. Come on, I can't okay. even open the. The curtains without moving microphones, dude. Well, we've just outgrown the place. That's all. Don't pretend we have a lot of space then. We've outgrown. He, you heard it here. <laughs> Said one statement, negated it in the next. Yep. Um, yes. All right. That so, spider's gone, by the way. Where'd it go? I don't know. I can keep track. I was talking to you. He's probably just down on baseboards. Down the dumps. I'll let you guys know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so what do we have going on? What's, uh, what's the plan here? Oh. I have more notes. Okay. Ta -da. Um, okay. Chicken leaking in the fridge. Ooh, is there anything <laughs> worse than chicken juice? No. The answer <laughs> no. is no. I could think of a lot of gross, nasty juices, but chicken juice. Oh my so Ugh. there's many stages <laughs> to this story. Um these are the stories we have. I apologize. Um, because we're in our house. But we've been <laughs> buying like if any of you are meat eaters and also this is not an invitation for vegans to get active in the comments. I don't really care what you have to say. Because, um, you know, our opinions don't matter. Neither does yours. Yeah. 
But the chicken packages come from Costco, like in these little, you know, little three packs, little packs. They separate them, and they're it's like great. plastic packs. But there's but sometimes little... Sean has a tough time cutting them apart to put in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna blame Costco on this. Uh, so I ran along the the little dotted line to separate the package. I didn't cut into the bag. Well, and even yet, in the freezer, they can get dinged up and pushed and, yeah. you know, and so what happened was we pulled one out. We usually put it in like a bowl or on a plate, which we now are doing. But this time we just sat it in the fridge. And as it thawed, the chicken juice ran down the side into the bottom of the fridge, like mm. below the drawers of the chicken veggies. juice all over the blueberries. You guys, Sean said it to me like the day, I don't know, it was a day before. He's like, I think that chicken leaked in there. And he's like, we're going to have to clean that out. And I was like, oh, and <clears throat> I forgot about it. I was like writing. And then I go to make dinner one night and I'm like, holy fuck, this is, I have to clean this out now. This is disgusting. Yeah. So I pull all the drawers out. It takes me forever to get it out of there because it's like dried. It's disgusting. Thank you for doing that, by the way. Oh, of course. And then I check the drawers with the veggies and the fruit and I'm like, oh, I don't see it in there. And I wipe down the sides and I even pull apart the, like in our fridge, you know, you have like the glass, uh shelf i yeah, guess yeah i had to pull the glass out of one wash yeah, the glass big, this, this is a big a, ordeal this is a big undertaking i was like sweating all i wanted to do was like make some fucking dinner and then i'm like i finally got all that stuff out of there and then i told I, sean came in and i was like okay you know can help me with make the salad or whatever then later that night i go to make a cocktail and i try to get a lemon out of there and i'm like oh no oh no there's chicken juice and <laughs> it was in every door so then at like 11 o'clock at night or like drying off fruit and vegetables washing them putting them back Ugh, it was like it was a whole ordeal i would have been fine if it was milk honestly i would oh, have yeah. been like eh, we don't even drink milk. juice oh it turns oh, my stomach so it'd be like having a whole dozen eggs just break and get everywhere too yeah like boogers like viscous yeah boogery, like egg yolk Ugh. except it's pink and has salmonella. And it's it could kill you. Yeah. So gotta get it out of there. <laughs> now I'll take my chances. I know. So anyway, so there was that. But we survived. We did. And our fridge has never been cleaner. Our relationship <laughs> has never been stronger. <laughs> Eleven o'clock at night. I know. Like I love he's, you. He's There's pulled, no one I'd rather be doing. Washing the vegetables with, with the wash in the sink and I'm wiping everything out. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. Um so that was an adventure and it was terrible. <laughs> so that was a note. These are notes I take. I, I don't make any apologies. Yeah. We don't have that much interest. Okay. This is my next note. Yeah. I have never heard of this and this was on Cheers. And so I made a note of it because I was like, I don't even know what the whole song is. And I wonder if you know the whole song, the one potato, two potato, three potato, four, four five potato, potato six, six potato, potato, seven potato, potato more. more. So what does that mean? Like I understand the rhyme, and I'm I'm familiar oh, with that like rhyme. Yeah, you go like this with your fists. I think you do like what? one potato, two potato, three potato, or something. I don't know if you know the game. I mean, I thought it was a choosing thing. He, because remember one potato, two potato. Yeah, he was I don't doing know. that. It's games girls play in elementary school. I did not play yeah, that the, game. The one where oh, the I piece knew this. Paper, the one, you know? two, three, four, and then you'd open up. Yeah, and they pick a color. What? Uh, pick a number of one, one and four. You're like ah. Uh, Pick a color, I'd be like, or you'd say, pick blue. a number or color, you'd be like, purple, P U R P L E. And then you'd open. Right. Yeah. The, it's one of those games. Mm -hmm. or, or you'd play, uh, we used to play, what's the other one where you'd pick like a mansion or a home? Mash. Oh. Mansion, apartment, shack, or home. Right. Anybody else remember that? I know. And, but, but I, I think the people who play potato, that two like, potato. Oh. I don't. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. I also know that, like, my mother said, whatever we used to do, those ones too, where it'd be like, 
the little Whoa, hand my, drive things. Yeah, yeah, the hand drive. Born to hand drive, baby. No. Uh, what's another one? Miss Mary Mac. Yes. Ah. Oh. But that's where one potato, two potato is? I think that's what it is. It's like it, a kid's game. I just didn't know it. And then it was funny because Diane, Diane on Cheers was like, um, ah, well, you always know whoever you start with is who you end with in one potato, two potato. She was all mad about it. And I was like, I legitimately don't even know what's happening. Mm -hmm. So you guys let us know. If you know where that came from and what you're supposed to use it for and what kind of quote well, It has unquote, like a dark background. It's probably... Uh, you know, a lot of those kids' games have uh, their roots in, mm -hmm. uh, like the bubonic plague, for instance. Bubonic plague, yeah. Um, B. Yeah. Is it B? What is it? Uh, what do you mean something has its hand? What are you talking about? Ring around the rosy. Pocket full of posy. Yeah. Husha, husha. We all fall down. Husha, husha. Yeah. No. Shh. Ashes, ashes. Oh, is it? <laughs> husha, husha. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like I found a mondegreen. Uh, uh, well, yeah. it doesn't matter. But uh, so, <laughs> ring around the rosy is like um, a lesion on the skin. Oh, and then a pocket full of posy. They thought that um, that would keep you safe or something. Uh, I don't know if it was that or if it was like just the smell. Maybe you would uh, you wouldn't smell dead people. Oh, so like oh. I think that's what it was. I know there is something dark. When and you then, said that, I was like, I think you're right, but I don't remember. Um, we all fall down. It's like they're all oh, dying. Oh God! Yeah. Oh God! Kids, kids are like kids used to ashes, be tough. Ashes, ash. Yeah. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! You got the plague. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> and now children, now kids instead are on the internet being like, "You said something that hurt my feelings, and I demand an apology." Shut up. Well, okay, but um, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of things going on in the world. People are stressed I out. Know. That's what um, I keep trying to remind myself. I'm like, we're not at our best. Yeah. People are stupid. Things are crazy. But it's a good time to explore Spotify and like find new music, mm -hmm. you know, find things that bring you joy. Yeah. There's some really good albums that are coming out right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, people can create. I'm not going to share them with you guys if that's what you're thinking, but. Um, Don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Such a turd. <laughs> uh, um, I was supposed to make a Spotify list and I started putting things on there. Yeah, you said you did. There's a lot of pressure in making um, Who cares? a playlist. They can like, like it or not a, like it. I know, but it's like making a mixtape for, you know. But, we, but it's not for one person, so you can't like make it specific. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was making a mixtape for you, it would be very different than if I was, I was making a mixtape for my friend Lauren, for okay. instance. Well, maybe I'll release something this Just week. Just put something out. Yeah. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right, I'll um, do it. We have questions. Oh, we do? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, this question comes from Aaron. Hi, Erin. Hi, Katie and Sean. You mentioned that you like Shit's Creek. Love I love Shit's Creek. All caps. All caps. I have only seen the first five seasons because Netflix is silly and not having sixth season till October. I anyway, know. I know. David, Patrick, and Stevie are my favorite characters. Ooh. Mm -hmm. And I love the show, what they've done mm -hmm. for the LGBT plus community. I know. Community. It's like a tongue twister. Um, I am bisexual, and it's amazing to actually see a completely positive relationship on tv <laughs> mm -hmm. dave and patrick being engaged makes me oh and sorry there's typos in here that's okay. uh makes me so proud of the church metropolitan community church of toronto because i attend canada's first legal uh same-sex marriage on january 14th 2001 whoop, whoop. which made it possible for them to even be engaged in the first place mm -hmm. which is so cool i think that's cool that's super I think, cool uh, anytime a church is actually uh well yeah uh, isn't the, whole, of everyone, you know? isn't the whole idea of church to like not be judgmental? Okay, here we go. Somebody I was wondering who is your favorite character and why do you like Schitt's Creek? Mm. 
Go ahead, Katie. I like Moira. Moira. Moira and David. Yeah. David. Okay. Um, they're probably my favorite. I don't know. There's so many good characters though, yeah. because as the the seasons go on, there's like, I mean, you know, I like a lot of people. Yeah. I like Roland shit. Yeah, Roland's he's hilarious. pretty funny. He's he's you think that he's really obtuse, and mm-hmm. he is, but he catches a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't catch anything at all at the same time. He can so like really stuff out, but then he, you don't know if he even knows he's making a joke. Yeah. It's really good. But Moira with the, oh, the baby and like yeah. her being in that crow movie. Oh my God. And I like it because um, he's so sarcastic. It, it was a good show because it, it showed people who, who weren't connected. Yeah, get uh, reconnected. Reconnect. And yeah, it was, it was really, really nice cool. And I love how they, uh, David explains being. Uh, I think it's bisexual. I don't know if he thinks he's if he says pansexual or if he says bisexual. I forget what which what he says in the show. Um, but he describes it at a wine store to Stevie. Do you okay. remember that? No. He's like, uh, was it in this last season? I want to say it was like in season two, maybe. Okay. I don't remember. Um, but anyway, look up that scene. I, I'm not going to do it justice, but he talks about like, what if I like I like red wine? She's like, well, do you like white wine? And they don't say he doesn't. He's not explaining it. It's just, it's a great, it's a great scene. I'm going to, cool. I'm going to fuck it up anyway, but I think it's really great. Well, if you know what episode and scene that is, I'll or find episode it real quick. and season. I'll find it while you that. finish that okay. question. Uh, <clears throat> I really hope what I just tried to say made sense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my learning disability makes, uh, makes me embarrassed to try and even write what I want to say and have it make sense. Sorry. That Thanks, totally Aaron. made sense. You did great, Aaron. Yeah, it's great. Um, I, I actually flubbed a couple of the words. It wasn't you. So, um. Thanks for writing it. I appreciate it. Okay, the wine, not the label. Just look that up. Shit's Creek, the wine, not the label. I can see it. There's videos on YouTube. Oh, cool. Oh, pansexual character. So it was pansexuality. That's what I, I knew he, he used a certain term. And so watch that. It's so good. I love David. I, I have to say, I think he might be my favorite. And then more is a close second. Yeah. It's just so well written. Yeah, it yeah. is so good. The character and him, just his eye rolls and his... <sighs> Yeah. And, and his sister is Twyla, right? His real sister in real life. Correct. Yeah. So and his she dad was, is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, if you guys didn't know that, um, David, uh, so Alexa or Alexis is not his sister. Alexis is, you know, an actress, but then uh, Twyla at the, the tropical cafe, is that what it's called? I think so. Um, she's his sister in real life, which is funny. Yeah. They all look the same. Though. They do kind of, once you see them, like, I mean, he and his dad look like identical. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, okay. Next question. Yep. Okay. This one's from Graham. Hi, Graham. Hey, Graham. Um, okay. It says, hi, Katie and Sean. A couple episodes ago, when answering a question from another OTDM fan, you shared the story of the author Stephen King and his commitment to writing books despite his challenges because it was what he wanted to do. So he just did it. Yes. Love it. Awesome. That struck a deep emotional core to me because I'm a big fan of Stephen King. And funny enough, I write too. That's wonderful. I've actually... Got four unpublished novels dating back to when I was 16. Holy moly, Graham. Amazing. But I nearly threw them all out last month in a depress- in depression due to a lack of belief in myself, a lack of support from others, and a year and years of writer's block. However, the other week I took them out of the garbage. Yay! Awesome. And started to go back to work on one. I've been chipping away for almost two weeks now, and I'm loving the reconnection with the wonderful feelings that writing a story brings me. That's so great. I realized after listening to you two talk and upon further self-reflection that I've wasted too many years listening to stupid jackasses and toxic people tell me that I couldn't do something I've always loved doing for fun. Life, especially in the light of this COVID pandemic, is too short to let, let toxicity win. I agree. 
I know I can't be Stephen King. You never know. I can only be Graham. Well, yes, true. And even if I never sell a novel in my life, at least I can be happy with the fact that I did something that made my life a little more meaningful. So thank you, I guess, for the indirect motivation. Of course. Thanks wow. for writing in Muddy Snow, because oftentimes when we um, mm-hmm. we put these podcasts out, mm-hmm. I don't remember everything we talk about. And um, yeah, sometimes it's just like I don't have any. Yeah, and and we talk so much trash, not trash, but you know, it's just goofy talk. So knowing that something resonates, mm-hmm. that, that's cool. I'm not done with my letter, by the way. Oh shit! I'm also. <laughs> Since I know that was a heavy read, I don't want you to end on a somber note. I have a question for you, Sean. You clearly love quoting Faulty Towers, so I'm curious what your favorite episode is. Mine is probably Hotel Inspectors, but they're all good in the end. Thanks, as always, and continue staying safe and healthy from Graham. Uh, What's your favorite episode? I've got so many, but um, the one where... uh... The Irishman comes to the uh, the property and installs uh, a wall when he's not supposed to. Oh, yes. It closes out the door between yeah. the, the lobby and the dining room. Because Manuel is supposed to be watching the property and, and Basil Manuel, is out. And yeah. Oh, that is good. And then they run into that wall over Faulty and over towers. again. Just, mm. It's so good. It's great. And then it says, P.S. Katie, I'm actually not from Montreal. I just grew into Canadians fandom as an adult. I like their style of play better. Though I hold no ill feelings towards the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> I've also signed myself up for online therapy to address these and other struggles after a lot of reluctance about the online aspect. What have I got to lose? Thank you all. Uh, thanks for all your videos on that as well. Of course. And I have nothing wrong with the Canucks either, but I think the Canadians have, you know, more fandom. People get more excited. And I'm glad you're trying out online therapy. I think um, a lot of people get scared about it and worry about it, but hey, What's the worst that could happen? You don't like it and you're back to, you have nothing to lose. Like you said, and you got nothing to lose. There you go. Okay. Agreed. This next uh, letter. Thanks for sending that in, Graham, Yeah, by thank the way. you. Um, always good to hear from you. Uh, this is from Yoku Yoku. Hi, Yoku. Um, <laughs> greetings. Some professionals say podcasts help relieve stress. Mm. I agree. Really? I'm going to split my question into two sections. Mm. Mm. Okay. Section one is full of random questions and section two will be a surprise. Ooh, I love dun, a surprise. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Section one. First off, the gory, weird question. <gasps> what do you think slash feel about crying? Hmm. I like it. Okay. I do not. John definitely doesn't. I never saw him cry. Like, I've seen you cry maybe like three times. Although Great song you- by The Cure, uh-huh. if you know it. No? Okay, I'll just leave it there. You'll probably know it. Answer in the uh, comments below. Okay. <laughs> um. Any... Anyways, I um a good cry goes a long way for me. Yeah. Sometimes you'd be like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm fine. Just let me do it. I gotta do my thing." I'm okay. <laughs> Who did this to you? <laughs> Dwight. Oh my god. Who did this to you? Oh, PMSing pretty bad. I see. Um, no, I uh, I actually feel like I need to cry more than I let myself, mainly because it's like now's not the time. Right. Um. Yeah. And uh, you remember that scene in American Beauty, Annette Bening. Is mm-hmm. uh, she's having a meltdown? Yes. Oh and, my god! It's uh, such, she's crying. She's such a great actress. And she takes. She's a realtor, yes. and she's holding an open house. And uh, she. She's like, I'm gonna sell this house today. I'm gonna sell. No. That's the build up, and, and then it. Yeah, and she, she takes her dress off so that she won't uh, get her dress dirty because mm-hmm. she has to wipe the windows. So she's got a squeegee, and mm-hmm. she's because the house is, needs a little bit of you know. Yeah, she's polish. she's getting it ready, staging it. Right. Spruce so she's standing there like in a a slip, I think, mm-hmm. and she's squeegeeing the the windows and she she starts crying and and then 
She's like, you were going to sell this house. Uh-huh. With the squeegee down mm-hmm. the window today. And then she, I think she slaps herself a couple yeah, times. Yeah, she get gets herself together. all amped up. Yeah. And then she like splashes water in her face and gets herself dressed up. And then she's like, hello. And then she opens yeah. the door for the, she's she such a try. good actress. But it's, anyway, I even cry when I'm angry. And then I'm like annoyed. Mm. That makes me more mad. It's very complicated. Okay. Anyways, next question. Yeah, nobody makes me cry my own tears. Uh, <laughs> next, what is that one moment? Okay, excuse me. That you're willing to share, that you look back, at and think, "Fuck, I was stupid." Oh God, mm, good mm. one. Uh, so I can go many. first. Yeah, go um, first. I went cliff jumping once oh, in uh, Jasper, Alberta, mm-hmm. uh, Horseshoe Lake, and mm-hmm. uh, if anyone's ever been there. The cliffs start off to, you know, cliffs, they're five feet. But as you make your way around the, the horseshoe, mm-hmm. um, it's about 100 feet, the highest one. And um, I thought you didn't jump off the highest. No, I didn't. I chickened out. <laughs> okay, I was like, if I recall. No, uh, but one of them, I actually uh, went off of um, the second year I was there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I didn't really jump off the cliff properly. And I knew when I was in the air. So you have, you've got like a second or two as you're falling. You're like. That was so stupid. <laughs> not a good decision. Yeah, and I not I didn't belly flop, but I really bruised myself badly. Yeah. So. Um that just came to mind. I mean, it's not the, the Yeah, and I don't thing. know. There's I mean, there's so many stupid things I've done over the years. Um just because we're human, right? Right. But I remember I still look back on this and think, like, what the fuck were you thinking? Um I so Pepperdine, when I went to school, it's a dry campus, so you can't drink on campus. And you're not supposed to be inebriated on campus, which there's a lot of debate because even like teachers live on campus in their own like teachers area and they're not even supposed to drink. And I heard a lot of pushback from teachers because I was like a TA for a while and stuff. Anyway, um, there was a time I don't even remember. I think it was my freshman year because I didn't really drink in high school. So this was a was a sharp learning curve. <laughs> and I remember um, being drunk and like not being able to like walk because it's very hilly like at Pepperdine. And like yeah. my roommate at the time was like, we got to get some help. This is not going to work. And so a friend of ours came and got me and like threw me over his shoulder and like carry me back to my dorm room. And um, thanks, Dan. It was very nice of you. Um, but I, I look back at that and I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, not only did I put myself in a potential like situation where I get kicked, kicked out, out of school yeah. and I was on scholarship. And so like, what were you thinking? Um, I was 18, so I wasn't really thinking. Um, and then or I guess by then I'd have probably been 19. It doesn't matter. Stupid, young, stupid. Um, and then also, like, I mean, my friends were there, but then I, I like that guy could have taken advantage of me. He was a friend, but it's just a stupid scenario. And immediately I was like, this is not a good choice for me. This is not a lifestyle that I want. There you go. So I was pretty stupid. Ta-da! Uh, <clears throat> that's a pretty good one. Learn, Mine sucked in comparison. Learn from my mistakes. Uh, okay. But everybody does. I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, it's normal, but like, don't beat yourself up. I don't beat myself up because it's changed behavior. That's, yeah. that's how you learn. You change your behavior. Uh, following that, what is the funniest mm-hmm. thing that's happened to you this week? I'll go first. Yeah. I, uh, this, this made me laugh and also made me cry. You didn't oh. see me crying. Um, he hides it. So uh, the other day I was clipping my toenails as one does. So this is a pretty exciting story as well. I, it's already um, starting off. It's, it's and, off to a great And start. I lost one of them. And I was like, it fell off? No, I I was clipping my toenails and one of them didn't make it into the trash Mm -hmm, can. mm -hmm. It like, it it flew. It's like a sock in the dryer. And it landed. Yeah. Like Jerry Seinfeld's joke where like the sock is stuck to the wall. He's like, it's going to make a break for it. Mm -hmm. That was what my toenail did. My toenail tried to make a break for it. Anyways, I couldn't find it. And so I was like, nah, 
I can't find it. Katie can't find it, you know? So, Famous last words. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> later on that night, I... Uh, you stepped on it. <laughs> it's like three in the morning and I had to take a leak. And so I'm walking to the bathroom, the light's off. And I was like, oh my God, did I just step on glass? Oh, oh my God. Is there... You know, you're... St- you're going to take a leak at three in the morning. You're not expecting mm-hmm. to step on glass. And no. we, keep a t- we keep a very tidy house. so We do. Um, step on glass. I sat down. I'm like looking for the glass in the hallway. And, and it was your toenail. Well, I didn't know. And it took me. I'm like, I can't. If there's one piece of glass, you know, like I'm looking around. Well, I come in contact with this toenail and it's like covered in blood. The fucking thing. Oh, it went into your skin. It, yeah, it made me bleed my own blood oh, and made me no, cry. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> but I held my tears in because boys don't cry. You know, that's I, not true. I sat Everybody there in the bathroom cries. peeing and crying and peeing and crying. <laughs> oh my god! That's... But can you believe that? I stabbed myself with my own fucking toenail. <laughs> Revenge. <laughs> it was like Revenge is a dish car- best served cold right? car- with some, with some toenails toenail sprinkled <laughs> on top. <laughs> Fuck you! You like what you're eating? Yeah, you got toenails in there. All right. What about you? Okay, funniest thing that happened this week? I don't really, I mean, it hasn't been that funny of a week. No, it hasn't. I'm like, fuck, man. Maybe watching shows and stuff. Yeah. I don't really well, know. We'll I'm it. sorry, you guys. It's okay. I, I usually have funny things that have happened, but um, okay. I mean, between the chicken juice and the writing, it's just not that exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, finally, Katie, this is for mm, you. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Name as many items under $25 as you can think of in one minute. Well, we're not going to for one minute. We'll mm. go with 10 seconds. You ready? Okay. Under $25? Yeah. A package of LaCroix, a package of Truly, um, charging blocks for your laptop or your computer, uh, my hand lotion over there, my nail cuticle oil that I see, Ooh, my cocoa butter swivel stick, my t-shirt, my shorts. I'm going to give you 20. You, you got 25 and under 25 and under 10. Pew, pew, pew. 25, 25 under 10. Boom. That was amazing, Katie. Most of our items are under $25. Pretty easy to look yeah. around. The right. only thing is like, yeah, phone and laptop. Those don't Section work. two. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is an academic test. Oh, <gasps> I'm not ready. Okay. Number one, math. Recite Mm-mm. the formula to solve for a quadratic. Wait, are you crazy? Quadratic equation? Yeah. Isn't that the C2? Is that the one the um, C squared plus B squared equals? And it's like the. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Pythagorean theorem. That's a Pythagorean theorem. Damn. Is this the one with the? All right. Well, we're gonna yeah. say we we didn't get that one, so we missed out on the quadratic what? equation. Is that yeah? Is that the x squared minus? Anyway. Uh, number two, science. Nuclear power plants mm-hmm. generate energy through what process? Combustion. Fission. 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 Vision. Fission. <laughs> They're not as good at vision as I am. What is it? Dwight says about the deer. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Okay. So they're not as good as hiding as I am at vision, but (laughs) fishing, uh, I believe. Okay. Number three. What what is the answer? Fusion? Fission? It's called fission? I think so. Oh, let us know in those comments. Um, Okay. Number three is English. Pronounce this word. (laughs) Numo nolamatromic scopa viscal volcanoes CSS. Let me see. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, New pneumonal tra, tra microscopic silla silico volcano neosis. Hey, I would say that you got that right. I don't, I don't think, think I got I that. Did. So you have one point and I have zero. I don't I unless don't. I got the uh, nuclear power plant right. 
And I said combustion, which I'm pretty sure is not correct because that means explosion. These are tough. I, I don't even <laughs> want to answer your questions, Yoko. I feel like I'm being held. I'm not answering. I'm going to say I'm that he's going to win because the no, next ones are logic and reasoning, oh. social studies. Mm. Oh, but there is one called craziness test. So I'll take craziness mm. test. For, um, for 500. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going. But Wait, I, what, what are the others though? Tell okay. Us. okay. Social studies. Name five countries and their capitals. Go. Countries and capitals? Well, I mean, okay. Canada is Ottawa. Okay. Right. Uh, the United States is Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. um, Costa Rica is uh, San, uh, San Juan, I think it's called. No, San Jose. Um, Mexico's Mexico City. Um, is the U.K. London? Yep. Okay. Okay. You got five. I was like, and is Paris, go. France? I don't actually know those ones. Then I start yep. to be like, because you don't know if they're the capitals. You're like, oh, it's a major city. That's like, what's the capital of Washington? People always say Seattle and they're wrong. Okay. Next one is logic and reasoning. Mm -hmm. um, there are newborns. Two boys were on the same day. Oh, mm -hmm. two boys were born on the same day, okay. month and year and to the same parents. Yeah. The two babies are not twins. How is that possible? There's a lot of ways that's possible. Could have had a surrogate. Could have, because um, there's ways where you have two children and they're not, like they can be identical twins or. It's two different families. <laughs> it, the devil is in the details. What's it Try say to again? trick us. Uh, <laughs> I'm always bad at these ones. Uh, there are newborns. Uh-huh. There are newborns. Two boys mm -hmm. were born on the same day, month, and year, and to the same parents. The two boys were born to the same parents, but it doesn't say that they're the same family. Oh, what? Yeah. It says the two babies are not twins. How is that possible? It's two different families. Oh, okay. I don't, I still am confused, but okay. You should be a lawyer with this sort of writing. No, but those, those, yeah, that's yeah. right. Get you in a loophole. Okay. You scored seven, Mr. St. Louis. Seven <laughs> on the SAT. Well. <laughs> we didn't think it could be that low. <laughs> uh, okay. We're not going to do this scream part, but. Uh, this is called the craziness mm -hmm. test. Uh, scream the first word that comes to your mind when you hear the word child. I mean, I've been in the trauma world, so trauma. Okay. Just imagine that Katie screamed that. Trauma! Ah! All right. Well, that's it for our questions for this okay. week. Thank you, you guys. Yeah. Wonderful. I love it. And if you want to send in your questions, you send them to otdmpod at gmail.com. Yeah, correct? That works. Okay. Yeah. A um, couple more things. I got more things. Um, I have uh, me taking up the clarinet again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Sean and I, we watch a lot of uh, music on YouTube. And by music, I mean NPR Tiny Desk mostly. It's great. And then randomly you'll watch like some, Sean has this habit of watching old rock bands play in like the 70s and 80s and it's horrible film footage. It's like horrible quality. I mean, but it's on debatable. YouTube and he watch it. Well, you like half the time you can't, the lights aren't even enough. Like you can't really tell what's happening. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's like, it's, it's like you're really there. <laughs> Dimly lit concert, everyone's smoking, uh -huh. you know, or using their cell phones to light things up, I yeah. guess is what they do now. Maybe. Yeah. Now it's it, back then it was lighters. Anyway. Um, so we were talking about it and joking and Sean's playing <clears throat> his guitar and we were watching, uh, was it the roots on NPR? Tiny desk? <clears throat> yeah. They're so good. And they had a ton of, if you don't know the roots, Google it, listen to their music. It's fucking amazing. It's like a, a 
a group of musicians that come in and out and make music together. And no, I think they're there's uh but they have a lot of people four or five guys featured like they <clears throat> they always do collaborations. Yeah. What I should say. Yeah. But yeah, there's main there's a main group like Questlove and stuff, right? He's the one that's been doing those things on YouTube. Yep. The live streams. Anyway, yep. long story short, we're shooting the ship, and I was like, I kind of miss playing an instrument. And, and Sean's like, Oh, you're gonna take the guitar up again or whatever? And I was like, No, I don't. I don't really like it. I don't really want to do it. He's been playing guitar, and I was like, Back in high school, I used to play the clarinet. Maybe I should. Take you know what that they say about again. girls who play the clarinet? Nothing. I haven't heard anything. Either. I was just, I was testing it. Like, what did they, what did they say about you, Katie? No, they used to say, um, my dad said this cause he played the trumpet. He was like, boys who play the trumpet are good kissers. You look out. I, I don't want you trumpet. dating any trumpet players. Seventh grade and eighth grade. <laughs> Random shit player. your dad says to you as a kid. Hmm? I mean, I was like 14 or 13 or whatever. And I was like, boys are disgusting. Right, right, right. But not really. But to my dad, yes. Um, but yeah, I was like, maybe I'll take the clarinet. That's what I played in high school, by the way. I was like, maybe I'll take the clarinet up again. That'd be cool. The clarinet, you the clarinet. Dress like uh, doodly, Pete Fontaine. Doodly, doodly, doodly you know. Do you know that song? No, I don't know that song. The horn, the horn. <laughs> you sound so forlorn. What is this from? I mean, I heard it on You've Got Mail. Oh. But it's a, I don't know. You guys let me know. It's, I don't know if it's a, All right. it's a real song or a made up song, but it's from You've Got Mail. Fair enough. That's all I've got. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, those are your notes for this week? No, I have one more. Oh, okay. One more is uh, the part of the brain that lights up when you're religious, the God part of your brain. Oh. And I remember I had to do some research for us. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk says, about it because mm-hmm. um, this, cor- this dovetails nicely into things that I had heard, Okay. Um, but I didn't understand. I didn't know about what you... Uh, turned up through your research Mm -hmm. and i had heard uh, so i I kind of i'm very interested in brain trauma um from like sports oh like Um, yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh, we started hearing a lot is what it's called traumatic um, brain injury not brain i mean you could call it brain trauma but people might get confused with the language they call them tbis and uh sure um anyway yeah Mm -hmm. but it it didn't used to be something that was discussed at all when i was younger um which is unfortunate because it's been happening forever Especially to professional athletes. And- yeah, but I, I mean, maybe we're just, we're more sensitive in terms of how we can measure these things. And then obviously people are living maybe a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Men are living a little longer. True. So people that you see that we're in. And we have more testing to be able to test for like your cognitive functioning, right? Yeah. And maybe they can figure out, okay, well, this is maybe what has triggered Parkinson's or, mm-hmm. you know, there's. Anyways, yeah. um, but I, I find it very fascinating because a lot of people uh, in in reading articles or hearing about this maybe in the last 15 years Mm -hmm. um people who are struck in the head oftentimes have uh epiphanies or religious moments or they they see a little clearer and yeah 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 well i i just thought oh that's interesting and yeah sure you took a a blow to the head but there's actually science behind it that you're telling me about there is all right later on well okay so they say um that was a lot of boring preamble i know that's fine i was jumping into your i'm just gonna read to you what it says We have found a neuropsychological basis for spirituality, but it's not isolated to one specific area of the brain. We used to think it was one specific area of the brain, by the way. Says Brick Johnstone, a professor of health psychology in the School of Health Professions. Spirituality is a much more dynamic concept that uses many parts of the brain. Certain parts of the brain play more predominant roles, but they all work together to facilitate an individual's spiritual experience. 
In the most recent study, John Stone studied 20 people with traumatic brain injuries affecting the right parietal lobe. So it's over here. The area of the brain situated a few, oh, it's telling us, <laughs> a few inches above the right ear. They, he surveyed participants on characteristics of spirituality, such as how they clo how close they felt to a higher power and if they felt their lives were part of a divine plan. Really? He found that the participants with more significant injury to the right parietal lobe showed an increased feeling of closeness to said higher power. It's fascinating. Isn't that funny? It's interesting. So wait, depending on where it, where it strikes you, mm -hmm. you feel more of a closeness to- Yeah, if you, the more injury you have to here- Yes the more close you feel to the higher power, the more intensive your spiritual experience. So in order for me to find God, someone's got to hit me in the head. You got to hit you. You got to get hit in the head. Uh, well, I would assume that people can feel close to God and have a religious experience. However, if we're talking about brain trauma and its effects, seeing the light, uh, I talked to God for a minute when I was under or whatever, okay. that could be as a result of that trauma to the brain. The brain is just, it's so mind boggling. And it's kind of where we. Uh, the, oh, the irony. Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Uh, yeah, I just don't have a, a large enough lexicon of words. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, but it's fascinating, right? It's from, totally fascinating. From how memories are, are stored mm -hmm. or created um, to, to trauma of the brain. Yeah. Like, this is a really highly advanced machine. Yeah. And the older I get, uh, the more things I read about it or, or, or understand. I think it's basically like a, a radio and you're tuning a dial if that makes sense and and mm. uh the closer you get to a radio station you, you've got a stronger sensation like it's are you just talking like, about this particular instance or no, i'm talking about the brain in general it's like how a, is that then i don't understand your analogy yeah so like it, it's just basically measuring things right um at all times so it's measuring your body it's measuring uh yeah it's assessing for threat it's doing a lot of things a lot it's, of calculations right and i think yeah. that the more uh, the better you treat your brain, uh, the more finely tuned it is, uh, if that makes sense in terms of like on a radio station. And if you're, mm. if you're not focused, um, just static. Yeah. <laughs> Some people have a lot of static. <laughs> I'm getting a little static right now at my mm. brain. Um, but um, does that make sense? Like it, I mean, I get it. I, I guess what I, I wouldn't call it like, a, it's a, just an instrument measuring things. Right. But not just that, like the more we know about it, um, kind of in the way that we were talking about how Facebook had those two bots and they started talking to uh -huh. each other and they created their own thing and they're like, what the fuck is this? Um, I feel like those two uh, bots or whatever AI they've created is kind of like our brain. It is this AI and I don't want to call it AI. Like I, we're not bots. I don't think that I'm saying that. But I feel like we know something about it and we know a little bit about how it works. Okay. But it, there's so much left to learn. Like it could be creating its own stuff. We don't understand. Like when I've been reading articles about how memory is stored, there's so many arguing hypotheses followed up with research to, su to support, quote unquote, support the hypothesis. Mm -hmm. And so I think that um, the better technology we have to read brainwaves and to see activity in the brain um, and the better, I don't know, it's just really hard to study the brain when it's working. Right. And to know why something's happening. Because even if we're, because right now when I'm talking about trauma and where it's stored, there are different uh, beliefs and thesis around like, oh, it's in the the uh, or the hippocampus is the part of the brain that creates memories and stores them. And other people are like, no, it's stored in your body. Uh, no. Well, then there's that. Then, then there's like cellular memory in your body. 
And then people believe it's in the amygdala. Some people think it's in the pons or in your brainstem. So there's all these arguments. And so I think that there's still a lot to be discovered. Yeah. So I don't even know if people know how. Do you think they'll get to a point where you can record your dreams? Like like a VCR, That'd not be a VCR, really but cool. you know. That's what I loved about Inside Out because I rented that the other day. Just I needed to watch a little portion because I'm using it as an analogy in the book. And um, I love how Joy, one of the main characters in that movie, she is like. Joy and pain. pain. Pop it up, pop it up. Sunshine and rain. <laughs> um, anyway, she's in the in Riley's brain and she's in the backstage behind where dreams are created because okay. they're like they're like celebrities. And there's this unicorn with like rainbow hair. And she's like, oh, my God, I loved you in that episode about. And she's like, OK, OK, bye. She runs away. Like those are her celebrities because she watches right. them. It's just really funny. And they're like dream people. Um, but, yeah, I don't even understand how dreams are produced or or why they're produced or why some people remember them better than others. Mm -hmm. um, although I did learn from Dr. Matthew Walker that um, we have more vivid dreams when we're in REM sleep. And if you aren't getting REM sleep, you often won't have dreams or remember your dreams. And then he was saying that when you aren't getting REM sleep, you'll have this rebound effect where like you go to like nap or finally go to sleep and you get into that sleep and your brain's like gives you all the weird dreams. You're like, wow, I'm having some fucked up dreams right now. And that's because your brain's like, I need it so bad. And it like oh, goes I always right thought into it dream. was like I, I had peanut butter before I went to sleep and so I had weird dreams. <laughs> yeah, you're like, don't note to self, no quesadillas after 10 because right. like shit gets crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, the brain's interesting. I don't, and I, I, I don't even want to pretend that I'm an expert or, in any way, but I feel like the more I learn about it, the more I realize we don't know anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know when I realized that um, medical professionals also did not know much. Oh, yeah, they don't know much about the brain. Unless in, they're a neuroscientist, and even then they only know their spe like specified area. Yeah. So I went to uh, Wilder Penfield Elementary School. Uh, Dr. Wilder Penfield um, did all his research. He was a professor at McGill. He I mapped don't know out who he is. Okay. He mapped out the brain. He hmm. was the first person to... or. I don't know if he's the first person, but to to accurately map out the brain, so all the okay. different pieces. Mm -hmm. um, but fast forward, not that you know far down the road. Mm -hmm. So I think he was in I think the 30s or the 20s. Okay, um, maybe even the 40s. I don't know. If you know, let us you know. let us know in those comments. Um, but so this is in the 1980s. Mm -hmm. I'm in no, sorry. Um, yeah, the late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Uh, one of the films that they showed us in school was. Uh, this horrific footage from the night, like the late sixties. Okay. Uh, and you know it's going to be a good day in school when you walk into class and oh, the there's an AV cart in the back of the room. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not the overhead projector that you're talking about, but you've got like no. an actual. It's like um, a VCR a and a TV. Reel. Well, we didn't have that. We used to have oh. films. Oh, we never. Wow. Yeah. So there was a lot of information on on reels of film, right? Yeah. So sometimes you you could even and be fortunate. Sound. To, yeah, mm -hmm. you could be the the person who operates the machine, you know. So that, mm -hmm. that was one of my earliest. Anyways, okay, not so. that story. But the film that uh, was loaded up that day happened to be of a, you guessed it, lobotomy. And oh God! If you've ever seen footage of a lobotomy, we being watched done, it in my Psych 101 class, and it's like horrific. Yeah. So here's what they used to do: they would. Um, pull the person's eyelid back. Don't even talk about it. So and then they, it, you can do it with your finger. You can feel. Don't do it. Behind at home. your eye. Don't tell top. people to do this. Well, it doesn't hurt. 
It doesn't mean it's not good. It's like. No, it doesn't hurt your eye to do that. How do you know? Ophthalmologist <laughs> shot. Anyways, but basically then they take a little, uh, <laughs> like, like a plaque pick from the dentist's office. Yeah, you can think, like scrape. it's sharp on the end. And then they poke a hole. It's the thinnest part of your skull is in your ocular orbit. Yeah. Um, especially at the I top I already there. hate this. I hate this and so, so much. They, like a little bird's beak, they poke a hole through the skull there. And then they reach in. It's very precise. It's not uh, precise at all. And then the guy. It's super detrimental. Just like when you're at the dentist scraping plaque off your teeth, the guy goes and scrapes the front of their noodle mm-hmm. and then takes, you know, the little goopy scraper out. It's a very small hole. And the person, I think they put a patch over the person's eye, but the person was freaking out, rightfully so, before they get the lobotomy. Well, because people were left as zombies, yeah, as fucking but then vegetables. Afterwards, they were so, they were vegetables, and this was barbaric. This was barbaric. happening in the sixties. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, think about psychology. That's another thing that I think don't think people recognize. Uh, the study of psychology is still relatively new when you compare it to other things that we know about. Okay, um, like even early studies. So when did they? Like the 1500s? When did? No, I mean, uh, Freud was born in 1856. Just okay, to give so you modern some. psychology. Yeah, but he was like the the grandfather of psychology. Although most of his hypotheses, they believe, are total shit and aren't. They don't have any tr- truth to them. And like, I wrote about this in my first book because it's it's actually something that people deem to be like it's old fashioned. It was a great okay. foundation, a great place to start. Well, with. like any science, it evolves, right? Yeah. So let's say if he was born in 1856, just running numbers, he it probably would have been like late 1800s, early 1900s when he was like doing his thing. Okay. You know, in his 40s, 50s, I don't know. Anyway, um, there's still a lot to learn because if you consider like how, how long we've been learning about uh, physics and math and even the human body, it's just not the same as the brain. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. when we did that, uh, we did that series with the the dark side of psychology. Yeah. And a lot of the studies that were done that teach us a lot about um, learning and attachment and all that stuff, those were done in like the 1920s, 40s, 50s. Like most of them were done within the last hundred years. Still uh, burping, huh? I know. Is it safe to say that uh, psychology, um, th- there in the studies, mm-hmm. uh, ethics weren't necessarily the number one. Um, they didn't have them. Okay. So it's like the because now everything of- everything is ethical, right? When you yes. hold a psychological study, yes. you better be damn sure that you're crossing your T's and dotting your I's, and your you know people come first, right? One hundred percent. But and it didn't used to be that way. No. Well, I don't think they knew the full ramifications of having people do studies and stuff. So they would, um, or on animals, on people, on you know children. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. They got away with like horrendous things. That's why we did that series is I found it really fascinating. It is helpful for learning, but the like ramifications, it's yeah. horrible. The trauma for people and like, I mean, you're, that's their life. You're like fucking with right. their life. I think that's one of the, and we don't have to talk about politics here, mm-hmm. but um, I think that's one of the reasons why people's uh, faith in the government has been eroded so, so badly. Uh, yeah, they're all, always taking advantage of us in some way. We just don't always know. Well, that's it. Now that we're, let's say we're 50 or 60 years down the road from certain events, mm-hmm. as gov- as the government um, releases paperwork. But even uh, like the UFOs, remember they're like, oh yeah, we've known these have been here. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Um, <laughs> but like when it comes to uh, what the CIA was up to with mm-hmm. their studies, yeah, it's all Freedom of Information Act stuff. So they've, mm-hmm. they've released all this paperwork. 
It's unreal. Like Operation Midnight Climax and all that stuff. Yeah, they were up to some really weird shit. They really were. And drugging people. That was the government doing that, you know. Like unknowingly people being drugged. Fuck, man. Crazy. Anyways, um, just strange. And so so, psychological studies can be a little, or used to be a little mm -hmm. odd. But but that was when you realized that when you saw a lobotomy video, I don't know why they'd show that to children. I don't know. That's fucking terrible. But that's when you realize we didn't know that much about the brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to a 14 uh, year old, I think at the time, I was like, that seems really, um, you know, uh, archaic or barbaric. It is. Both rolled into All one. All those things. With a, a dash of uh, lack of empathy. I don't know. And just stupidity. Yeah. And I don't think they were showing it to us in the class to say, this is what we still do. I think they were telling us. Uh, probably the effects on the brain there were, it was probably a biology class or i don't well I don't and that's remember what it was, th- that's like um there are tons of studies because i've been doing reading research about things like where certain people will have epileptic seizures and they go in for surgery to get something removed because they're hoping to stop those seizures okay and we know enough about the brain now um possibly because of lobotomies and, and brain trauma like tbis right. like you learn through people who've had horrific brain trauma like what parts are damaged and then what are the effects okay so that's why they've learned a lot about um like that God pl- spot in your brain. Cause like people who had damage the there thought, <laughs> thought that they saw God. Or oh my felt, God. I'm felt, seeing God. Uh, Touch it again. Stop it, Sean. <laughs> um, so inappropriate. Um, anyway, they, uh, the more that they, you know, just the more that we learn from experience and things that have happened, I think that they have gotten better at no, that's how we learned that the hippocampus is responsible for new memory creation Okay, because there were, a few TBIs, people who had damage, um, and a person who had uh, epileptic seizures and they disconnected parts of his brain to try to stop them. And his cognitive functioning was there, but he couldn't create any new memories. Hmm. It's really wild. It's like uh, in school, and I'm forgetting because it's interesting to learn this when you're in graduate school or in undergrad at Psych 101 courses, but you never use this information um because it doesn't actually help you in clinical work at all but if you got into research i would suppose that it would but it they had people who they cut their brains down the middle they disconnect them what yeah there were studies back i want to say like in the 50s 40s anyway i forget what it was called the who did the studies and stuff but it taught us about why they're connected (laughs) and what what that connection means and what you know because you can technically still function but there are certain things that just do not Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I don't anyway, know what that would do. Yeah. I mean, now I, we're I would, I'd be very curious to know what, what you can't do when the two halves are not connected, but you can look it up. Well, I don't remember. No, it's fine. I would, I would just be very curious, but uh, I'll well, look some languages lost some ability, some like artistic ability. I don't know. It's very interesting. Um, because hmm. a huge chunk of stuff that's connected there is that the cortex? No, no, it's called it? oh, fuck. I'm, I'm like, I oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't anyway, matter. Don't, don't, don't look um, it up now. <clears throat> All right. So that that's yeah. pretty interesting to me. Um are you going to be talking about uh brain injuries as well? No, because it's that's not trauma in okay. the sense that I'm talking about trauma. That would be um the corpus callosum. Fuck. I should have known. Oh, that. the corpus it, callosum. That's right. It contains yeah. a bundle of neuro, uh, sits right next neuronal to the neuronal fibers. Yeah. That's how I'm gonna put it in my Remember mental palace. Aid. The, what was it? Um, the Adriatic. What's on the Adri- Adriatic? Someone said they remembered it. Albania. 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 That's what. It was. <laughs> um, no, but um, but a lot of things we just don't know about. Yeah, I feel like, and and there are things that we've learned. Um, but they said that these neuronal uh, 
Neuronal fibers are found in humans and other high order mammals that allow the two hemispheres to talk to one another. So not so probably pigs and dolphins and things like that. I'd assume that, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm not looking at a list or anything. Chipmunks don't get that. But they just get one. They get half a brain. Yeah. The size of a walnut. Oh, interesting. Sorry. Now, down a rabbit okay. hole. I guess Einstein, they looked at his brain after he passed away. And this, like his corpus callosum, I, I don't know if it was, was large or enlarged or not or something. But they think that that's some of the. Check out the big brain on Al. <laughs> He's so smart. No, it's. It's, you know, it's really corpus callosum yeah, large. Yeah, bigger corpus yeah. It's, it's easier for his brain to talk to itself and yeah. make things happen. I don't know. I'm way in over my head. This isn't even, you know, don't There's take the, this to uh, the bank. The Steve Martin movie, The Man with Two Brains. No. Oh, it's so good. We're going to have to watch it. Okay. Okay. Well, I won't spoil it, but if you know the movie, um, it's good. just let me know what your favorite part is. Katie and I'll go watch it um, over the weekend. <laughs> and, and then you tell me, you report, okay. you know, don't lie to me. If it's a good movie, it's a bad movie. To Sean, no. But well, anything that's old Steve Martin Well, you do this great. thing, though, where, and I think I talked about this last week, where you'll put on a show or a movie, and then, I don't know, like 20, 30 minutes in, you'll just move on to something else. Like, we were watching Monty Python, uh, The Life of Brian. It just all of a sudden just changed to something else. I always, I already said this, but I think uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm always worried that you're bored of what I'm watching, so I, I try and be considerate. But you can ask yeah. before you just change. I know. So that you're like, but it eats test, away at me, and then you I, test your hypothesis. Don't like assume. Yeah, can't read my but mind. Even if you say no, no, I, I'm okay with it. Then I'm like, oh no, maybe she's not enjoying it, and it makes oh, me geez. worried. So, are you having a good time? You know, should I, should I put on something else? So, I mean, considering it, your feelings, Katie. Well, thanks, babe. Honey. Hey, babe. But I think it's safe to say that if you're watching old rock music videos, I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. Or if you're watching news, I'm not enjoying it. Other than that. Um, if I tell you, it's fine. It's fine. What did your uh, grandfather tell me? Oh, uh, happy marriage is having two TVs. Two televisions. Yeah, well. I just followed your suit and crossed my arms. What? You're so. sitting with a closed body. Language. I know. <laughs> what is this one? That's Power uh, pose. Power pose. That's bullshit. I don't think that's real at all. I don't actually know because I don't know. Do you yeah. guys think it's real? Has anybody tried it? I heard, uh, I forget which other, it was another YouTube creator who said that they tried it. Where they went into a big business meeting and they're like, I don't think it made any difference. But that's like an N of one in a in one instance, you know. Okay, science person. But I don't I'm know. Just kidding. But it wasn't just a TED Talk that first did. Anybody can do TED Talks, I think. I feel like these days people are like, You want yeah, to do a TED Talk? All you have to do is apply for it and then they prepare you for it. And what I'm is like, the uh what? The watered down derivative. Let's say it seems like they've licensed TED to like well, there's TEDx's, okay, which are not. I guess not not watered down, but you know what I'm saying. Like they're they're. It's not the pro circuit. There's TED, which is like is the pro, and then TEDx is like local, where okay. you. It's. I think it's like not sponsored by TED directly. It's like by local. Oh, I like that. Universities or I don't know hmm. organizations. I really don't know. You guys let us know. Yeah. I always thought I wanted to do a TED talk, and now I just don't know if I care enough. I mean, I'd like to see the the dump uh, the dump circuit. You know, like every city, there's a, a a TED dump, and it's like just people with like bad speeches or bad bad ideas. So what you want is American Idol TED Talk style. Yeah. So you get like the first few weeks of people coming through that are really really bad and don't know anything. Yeah. Exactly the people mm -hmm. the people who are vying for that top yeah. spot. Mm -hmm. That's how they should make TED Talks even better. Make it a competition. You know. They all live in a house like uh, real world or something like that. Or I don't know. Well, but I, I mean, I just watched a TED talk by Dr. Nadine Burke Harris. 
She's the Surgeon General of California. She's a pediatrician. And she does a TED Talk on the ACEs study, like Mm. trauma. And it was really helpful for me to make sure that I wasn't leaving anything out And when I was writing that chapter. Um, Cool. She's great. So TED Talks, I think, are great. I just feel like it seems like a lot of work for like 15 minutes. Yeah, but they can also, um, they've propelled some people, right? Yeah, like Renee Brown. That's where she came from. Oh, really? No, she had a viral TED Talk about uh, shame or vulnerability. I forget which one it was. Yeah. But it was at Tex, it was a TEDx. They did it in Tex uh at her school. She is she is it UT that she teaches at? I think so. In yeah. Baylor? Yeah. No. Is it Baylor? Oh, maybe it's Baylor. I think you're right. It is Baylor. Cause I think she's outside of Waco. So yeah. 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 I think it's Baylor. Um, anyway. But yeah, she did a TED Talk and and it became famous. Boom. Then it rained Lamborghinis. Boom goes the dynamite, yeah. Just keep waiting for that. that she boom. she looks like she'd be a very nice person, but you never know. Behind closed doors, she could be like, you know lambos and i don't know i can't imagine mansions and gold jewelry i mean i follow her on instagram and she she seems <laughs> i just lovely. can't imagine yeah she does seem lovely i've never met her in person i'd hope to at that women's conference that mm. i went to speak at because she was like a keynote and i was the like three hours later than her and i was like maybe i'll run into her but i think she legitimately came and did it and left because i never saw Flew her away on a helicopter You're right like, bye Brene brown yeah I'm i like, hope we meet again en- enjoy your private flight <laughs> um while i'm in coach you know, um, but anyway, she uh, on her Instagram, she's from Texas. She shows herself like I can tell she's inside of like a nice big truck. And I was like, that makes sense. But I don't know what she's like. I'd assume she's lovely. I could picture you driving a big truck. I mean, I don't mind driving a truck. I drive my papa's truck when we were back home mm-hmm. after he passed away. Um, I don't know. In a city, it's just so crazy. Like, where the fuck are you going to park that thing? Oh, no, not here. But, no. you know. I mean, in general, I do yeah. like a truck. Take I could, it off some I wanted, jumps. my dream car as a kid was a Toyota Tacoma, like a chick truck. I love that truck. Oh, yeah, the pre-runner? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Not pre-runner. It's a Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, but the one that's like a little lifted, not the uh, not the one that people use when they're- um... uh, No, you, all wheel, four-wheel drive. Yeah, yeah, like that's who, what I'm talking who about. Who are we talking about? Yeah, well, because they make a real basic I know. Or a basic Tacoma. But... Those did not exist in Washington where mm-hmm. I grew up. Nobody drove those. Cool. Why would you? I like how everywhere that you go around the country, uh, people drive specific types of vehicles. Like, no, 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 we don't drive BMWs here. We drive Sobs. Or yeah, Sobs. The the snooty people in Vermont. Yeah, people drove Sobs back home too. We had some BMWs, but mainly Sob was the nice car. Like, oh, that was the dream car. A ton of Subarus and a ton of trucks. Yeah, Subarus definitely. um, Those are nice vehicles, though. Fantastic. Are you kidding me? I really wanted an Outback, but we ended up getting the the Honda CX Five. Yeah. Which is fine. It's a oot back. Oot back. <laughs> the bloomin' onion. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I think that's it. I think that's the you end good? of the show. Um, Thanks for listening. No, we can't end it that way. Why? What are you supposed to end it with? I don't know. A song and a dance? Well, get ready. You're going to sing? No. Nope. And I'm going to dance. Sure. Um, okay, I'll dance and you sing. You got to start us off, though. The clarinet, the clarinet. Go do All right, that's all we have for you this week, folks. <laughs> 